The Small Business Show, episode 153, for Wednesday, January 10th, 2018. Folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show here at businessshow.co, the show by, for, and about small business. We have two sponsors for today. Our first sponsor is Bea at B-E-E-Y-A.com, where you can create a free account to both find employees and find jobs. Also sponsoring this episode is Smile at smilesoftware.com slash podcast, where you can learn all about the PDF pen family from them. We'll talk more about both of those shortly here and here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. And I want you to know, I always do the little drum thing at the end when our, our intro music you know, rolls out. It just kind of gets me in the mode. I'm ready to go. I always go kind of da-da-da-da. Yeah, <laughs> Here we go. That's really it. You know, it, it's funny you say that because I don't do that for this show. But for Mac Geek Gab, we actually use a snippet of a song that that I recorded back when I was in college. I mean, it's, it's like the song couldn't That's be any cool. older. And, and there's a, there's a little fill that, that I played when I recorded it. And every time I, I wind up playing like air drumming along with it here. So. Yeah. yeah. I totally get it. I totally That's get good. it. Get yeah. you, get you in the mode. You got to get in the mode. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to have your habits. Yeah. That's good. You got it. You got it. <laughs> yes. That's it. Hey, so, uh, you know, it's a new year and we've got a lot of, uh, changes specifically in the tax policy related to small business. And even though it may not sound very exciting, it could be very exciting for your small business. So uh, we thought we would spend an episode talking about how the 2018 tax tax changes uh, may impact your small business. Yeah. And I'm really happy to be doing this episode because I hadn't done enough research on this. And then you started doing some research, which, of course, made me feel like I had to up my game. Uh, but really, go. I just read the stuff you told me to read. And, and you know, and <laughs> yeah. so thank you. Uh, sure. Yeah. Because I, I think yeah. in this episode, I'm going to be the one that learns the most. So we'll we'll see. Oh, you, we never, know. you never, never know. You never know. Yeah. That's true. You never know. I mean, the first thing I would tell, you know, our, our listeners is, you know, don't panic. Don't get stressed. Don't believe all the headlines, whether they're positive or negative. Um, and, you know, you want to do your own research, talk to your accountant. And of course, you want to listen to the show here sure. today, which you already are doing. But you want to learn as much as you can, as soon as you can, because these new uh, rules and laws and uh, things are in place now. Uh, for the 2018 tax year, and there's some some pretty significant things that you you want to uh, you or you may need to get some advice on, um, and make you may need to make some changes, or it may change some of your habits on the way you do things. And and so we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. um. Can it, we start by talking about this pass through deduction, Shannon? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Because. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it it it's you know I think we all if we don't understand what a pass through entity is, it's a uh, an S corp, a C corp, uh, sorry, not a C corp, an S corp, an LLC, or a sole proprietorship. Although those are treated a little bit differently, uh, where the company itself doesn't pay any taxes, all the profits from the company fall through, pass through to you as the owner or owners of the business, and you can divvy up the equity any way you want. Uh, and then you pay taxes on that 
as part of your personal return. So that's what a pass-through entity is. And now we get a weird deduction on this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty cool. Uh, it's not quite as simple as I think some folks wanted it to be, but... Um, I think it's in, uh, I think it's a step in the right direction and I'll explain why. Okay. So pass through businesses now will get an immediate 20% deduction on what is uh pass through income. So um, gr- gross and- profits Oh, not gross profits, pass no, no. through yeah. profits. Pa- yeah, pass through, pass through profits. So if you, if you're pass through business, so your sole proprietorship, which, you, you know, you really should be moving to an LLC type thing if you have any kind of, you know, significant income, yeah. uh, a partnership, uh, or an S corp. If your income is a hundred grand, you're going to get to deduct 20,000 from that and you'll be taxed on that 80 grand just right off the top, right off the top. Now it, yeah. that doesn't mean it, it, you, you still get to do the deductions before that happens, right? Where, Correct. where, oh, you yeah. know, if like you have your cell phone expenses as part of your business or, or whatever, you, you know, your cost of yeah. goods sold, all of those deductions still happen first. And then whatever's left over that you would call profit. Uh, Correct. Now you immediately only pay taxes on 80% of what's left. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the thought process behind it is, uh, small businesses, you know, are, are the largest employers in the United States. 95% of small businesses are passed through entities wow. like this. And the, the thought process is, Hey, let's leave 20%. We'll take that 20% off the top. And these small businesses will invest that money back into their company. They'll hire more people. And there's some incentives for that, that we can, we'll talk about in a yeah. few minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing I do really like about this is, you know, often, you know, politicians, uh, you know, give something and then take something away, you know, with kind of sleight yeah, of hands. That's, like, oh, that's what I was <laughs> asking about here is, yeah, yeah, right. What am I missing? Yeah. What's the yeah. Catch? And, and there are there are certainly some limitations. And, and in this case, I think the the key limitation is actually very good um, because it limits uh, entities or businesses that I personally think have kind of gotten a pass for a number of years and particularly like a service business, like accountants and lawyers, um, that kind of thing. And they're, they are excluded from the deduction if they make more than $157,500 or $315,000 if married and your spouse works in the business. Okay. If you make over that, you can't take this deduction if you're a service-based business. So that would also um, impact, like we talked about in the last show, consultants too, right? That falls I, into I service believe business? It, I believe it would, yes. But you, this is where, and I'm going to say this over and over on this show, you want to talk to your accountant oh, absolutely. as soon We're, as you can. We're amateurs uh, yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And because I believe it does, but I also, after talking with my accountant a couple of weeks ago, there are certainly ways to structure your business to take advantage of that, uh, that 20% deduction that even as a service business, you may be able to take advantage of. Sure. Sure. You, you definitely yeah. want to do that. Okay. Um, there, you know, the, the, the goal of this limitation from what I've read was to make sure there wasn't a loophole that, you know, uh, a sole proprietor, lawyer, or accountant just said, oh, wow, you know, I'm going to jump into this and get this kind of benefit. They're they're really trying to, again, at least from what I've read, uh, offer this to kind of the 
what I consider our real course uh, yeah. listener base is the, you know, bread and butter, show up every day, small business guys yeah. that really don't usually get a break. Right. That just doesn't doesn't well, usually happen. And and to be fair, you know, if you are a sole proprietor consultant and you're making more than one hundred fifty eight thousand dollars a year in profits. Again, this isn't just yes. gross revenue. This no, is not, you know, profits. And this is, you know, even after and we'll talk about this, but this is after you pay yourself as an employee, if you're going to do that. Right. I mean, like th- this, that's a lot of money. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. So, absolutely. So it it's it's it, the the deduction is still there for service based businesses up to it a is. certain point. Right. That's right. Right. And and there's all kinds of ways you can structure to uh, take advantage of. Well, gee, we can do up to X, and then maybe we need to go spend some money. Spend maybe, some money know, if you're in a making, different way. Yeah. Uh, hire another employee. I mean, this kind of thing. So it's the oh, goal that's true is to, because it's not that does the the deduction goes away. So if you hit one hundred fifty seven thousand five hundred one, do you get no deduction? I think that's true. I believe that's true as well. Yeah. So you're so really you, incentivized you, to get that number yes. down to one fifty seven five or lower because otherwise you're losing a lot of money. So it'd be that's right. it'd be worth if you're gonna be at say one fifty nine, it's actually in your best interest to go spend some money somewhere so that you fall below that number and out you go. Assuming we're well, interpreting it correctly. That's I mean, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, a conversation that any good accountant is going to have with you. And that's yeah. why you should be meeting with them towards the end of the year before, which, uh, you know, we talked about a few episodes ago, yep. um, kind of our end of year wrap up. Your accountant should be asking you questions based on, well, you know, how was the year? What do you look, what does income look like? What is this? You know, what are we going to pay taxes on to where when you have some time uh, you have left in the year uh, that you can go maybe expense some of that money. Maybe you need to buy a piece of equipment. Maybe you need to take a trip maybe you need to hire another person. Maybe you need to do bonuses. So there's lots of ways to, uh, to manage how this stuff, uh, you know, hits your books and you definitely need a good guide to help you. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and one of the things that, uh, uh, you really will need help with is, as a pass-through business, you know, you may be taking salary, paying yourself, uh, you know, just a, a check every two weeks and you get your taxes out of it and you're just, you know, your employee. Um, or you may be taking a draw where you're just like, well, you know, I made 10 grand. I'm going to take five and leave five in the business, whatever it is. Right. But there are some important uh, ways that you have to clarify uh how much salary you've taken versus how much pass through income. You can't take zero salary and only claim all of it as pass through. The IRS has certain guidance and rules about how it works. Well, you can you as long want... as it's less than one hundred fifty-seven five. I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. And, and right or no? You definitely want to. Uh, yes. Oh, no, I guess not. No, that's true. That's right. The IRS wants to see that you're taking some income from your business. That you're getting and, and you want to do that because that, on that income, you know, you're going to have all kinds of important things get, you know, happen yeah. when you've got that check. And it, uh, see, because that's it gets interesting because I was always, I, I always, like when we 
started paying ourselves as employees out of Backbeat Media, I remember my accountant was like, why are you doing that? I said, well, you know, it makes this easier and this easier. He's like, yeah, you know, the IRS doesn't he 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 agreed from a numbers standpoint that it was the right thing for us to do, because like you said, some important things happen like, yep. you know, you're, you're paying into Social Security and you're paying all right. the stuff that you otherwise might might or might not be doing. But he's like, yeah, the IRS sort of frowns on that. If you're a, an LLC, they just want to see you taking draws, not not salary. And clearly this this gives a very different piece of guidance now. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. you know, so you want to have that conversation. Be like, look, OK, how much what should I what should we be doing? And, yeah. uh, you know, what what can we, you know, manage salary wise, draw wise or if you need even even have to. So uh, you may have a. a a different way and some of these laws may have been changed with this new uh you know tax plan that's 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 rolled out so you definitely want to get some uh, yeah. advice that you can really really count on you know you get some tips here on the show sure um but you your accountant is the one that's going to help you file your taxes and you'll want to get you definitely yeah, want to get playing this episode for the irs isn't going to necessarily no, help it's you not at, at audit time and it might hurt it. us, but you know, whatever. Yeah, well, we can take right. it. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll handle it. That's yeah, it. We'll and it. yeah, and you know, uh, there there's some other incentive or, or rules for really employee driven businesses, which kind of the IRS classifies as restaurants, manufacturers. You know, you have lots of people. You know, the the, the amount of the deduction is limited to fifty percent of your payroll. So, the higher your payroll, the higher that deduction can be so you know the new tax law there yeah yeah they want you to hire more people you know it's really important for these politicians to be able to go back uh a year from now to whatever uh oh gee look look how many more people have been added to the payrolls and jobs yeah yeah that's you got it you got it and you know uh don't think these politicians are doing it just for uh, well at all. Doing it for it's just not for, for us. us. No, no, they want to no. get reelected and, no. and and you know show that uh, it happens. My, so my feeling about the tax laws and 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 I think you just encapsulated it there. This is certainly true about these new ones. Is it's these rules were not written for my benefit. It is up to me to take the rules that someone wrote for their own benefit and use them to my benefit. But that's yes, that's the trick is you got to find your own path through these new rules as as you have through the old rules. And it can yeah. be kind of fun. You can tell Shannon and I are both really animated here. No, it's this. yeah, it's interesting. And when yeah. you, you know, you look at these kinds of things and, and say, OK, well, how does it how's it going to hit me? I believe that all of us that own pass through uh, small businesses are going to benefit if we get some good advice and we handle it correctly. Yep. I also believe that it's very easy to leave money on the table if you don't get some good advice. It, that's always been true for sure. Yep. I feel like with these new rules, that might be doubly true and perhaps yeah, just because now. they're new. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Hey, yep. I want to take a minute and I want to talk about uh, uh, both of our sponsors. Actually, I want to start with PDF pen from smile. If you visit smile software, yep. Smilesoftware.com slash podcast. Uh, and no, that's not me screwing up and reading the wrong way. It's, it's, it's the link that they want uh, you to use. They change it every month. And so this month you'll see PDF pen there. PDF pen is one of my go-to apps 
and I use it on my on my Mac all the time. I use it on my iPhone all the time. Things work back and forth. But what it is, is it's the, it's really the ultimate tool for editing PDFs and going paperless. I, I'm going to use an example that's actually something I do every year with my accountant. Right. I have all of these things that I need to send to my accountant and I could certainly, you know, take pictures of them on my phone, uh, and, which is a great way to scan things, by the way. And Smile has an app called PDF Scan Plus uh, that really isn't part of this spot, but should be because it, it, it's great um, that will let you take a picture with your phone and immediately create a PDF from it. And then you can take that PDF and put it inside of PDF Pen. So I scan these things for my accountant because I need to pull them together. And then I use PDF pen instead of sending my accountant 15 different PDFs that I know one of them is going to get lost in the shuffle. I use PDF pen to combine all of these PDFs together into one document. And I even type up like my little notes and my, my, my navigation for my accountant uh, in, in pages or whatever word you could use, whatever you like. And I save that as a PDF and then I include that in the master PDF so I can I can take pages from other PDFs, build them all together, and then I can go through and mark up anything on any of those pages just like I'm drawing on paper. But I get to just email it to my accountant and he gets to see all this stuff. It's a big deal. Really makes a huge difference. Yeah. Especially your point where the multi-page PDF comes in. I mean, it, it. it's dramatically simplifies a lot of this stuff. Totally. Totally. So, you, and that's just one example. So you got to check this out. Go to smilesoftware.com slash podcast, learn all about PDF pen and how it's going to help you both personally and with your business. I, I'll tell you, I have signed. In fact, I have an agreement with one of our publishers that's still in, in effect today. I think eight years ago, I was standing in the line to get on an airplane in North Carolina And the contract came in and I was like, I want to sign this thing and get it done. And so on my phone with PDF pen on my phone, I signed the contract and sent it back. And, and that agreement is still in place today. So you can do all kinds of things with this smilesoftware.com slash podcast. That's where, uh, that's where you're going to learn all about it. And our thanks to smile for sponsoring this episode. Our second sponsor is Bia at B E E Y a.com where it, it This is an engine that lets you either as an employer find employees or as a job seeker find a job, i.e. find an employer. It's like Match.com for job postings because what they do is they've built an algorithm that takes what an employer is looking for in terms of skills, not just saying I need a salesperson, right? They, they put in and they ask questions and it's simple questions. Their website's really elegant, really easy to use. Uh, and then yeah, as an employee or a job seeker, you come in, you include the basics, your work history, your education, your resume. Plus you can upload a photo or a video, social media page links. You can add what languages you speak, where you prefer to work all of that kind of stuff. And then Bia's algorithm takes all that and matches candidates with jobs based on all these different data points. It's not just a simple kind of dumb algorithm. It's a very, very smart algorithm. And it's cool because it doesn't have to be a hundred percent match. If they find say an 80% match, 
They might match you up with a job you never thought about applying for and yet might really be a great opportunity for you. The site, like I said, really easy to use. You got to check it out. Start today by go to by going to bea.com, B-E-E-Y-A.com. Here's the best part. It's free to create an account and use the service. There's nothing to lose. And yes, it's free for employers too. Not just employees. Everybody gets it free. And that's because BIA is very well funded. They had a really great investment round and they're able to do this to get things going and really kind of bring this great service to the market. So check it out. BIA.com. B-E-E-Y-A.com. Go sign up today for free. Our thanks to BIA for sponsoring this episode. All right. That's man. great. Yeah, and I, I, oh, just, yeah, a, just a quick point yeah. on both these sponsors. I mean, Dave and I work really hard to try to make things uh, useful for you on the show, including our sponsors. And, you know, both of these companies, Smile and, and Bia, uh, should be in your uh you know, your, your toolbox, if you will, because they have just some phenomenal things that'll make your small business life easier. And we just really appreciate it and hope you, uh, you guys find them useful as well. Yeah. Yeah, we really do. I mean, you know, as you, as you just heard, we try to make this, we know that they're sponsors. We know that, you know, that they're sponsors. We're not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes, but we do try to make it content so that it's valuable to you to listen to these sponsor spots. And, and maybe if, you know, then you'll go and visit and, and maybe it works for you and you buy and, and then that's great. But, yep. uh, but yeah, yeah. Thanks for saying that, Shannon. That's, that's yeah, of course, stuff, man. No yeah. problem. Yeah. So, so back to our tax stuff. Um, and we were talking about using, uh, you know, these laws to our benefit. Uh, I, I, I come back to that, you know, somebody said it and I don't know who it is, but you know, it's your patriotic duty to pay as, you know, uh, little amount or smallest amount of ta- uh, tax dollars as possible. Um, and, you know, you want to keep that money flowing in the economy. And we all know the government's not responsible to handle that. So uh, this is what we're trying to do here. <laughs> I, I just can't get through it without talking about that. And, you know, I'm not an anti-government person, but when I sure. look at where our dollars go, I, I think it's far more effective when we have this money ourselves to make decisions that it will impact our own lives, our families and our communities. Uh, we are much better stewards of those funds than, uh, than the, certainly than the federal government and even the state in many, many cases. Um, it's true. but yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, uh, so, you know, another, another thing that I think is a big deal in the tax, um, the new tax laws for 2018 is, uh, expensing of, uh, investments, uh, Oftentimes, there you make an investment and you have to amortize, amortize and depreciate it, and or depreciate it over uh, a long period of time. You know, vehicles, uh, different things that you can you know take years and years and years to to write off. So if I uh, it, it it used to be that if I bought a vehicle, say for forty thousand dollars, I had to I couldn't take that forty thousand all as a deduction in one year. I had to spread it out right. over over how usually what the, the the useful life of the vehicle and the IRS has has formulas you for got that. It. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh you can immediately expense those sh- uh, what they consider short-lived capital investments. So there may be a vehicle, a piece of equipment, um uh, tools, stuff that typically kind of wears out, not okay. things like build buildings or land, you know, that okay, kind of so stuff. So real estate, no, but, but yeah, the things that, yeah, like you said, you, you're going to burn it, yeah. burn a vehicle out. Yeah. Yeah. You want to buy a robot, you know, that now may be a good time. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff on your, on your assembly line. Uh, and now you can immediately expense those, uh, short lived capital investments 
And that's available. This window is available for the next five years. Okay. And you can expense up to a million dollars. So if there's, you know, you, if you're a construction company or, you know, whatever, and you need that big massive truck or tractor piece of equipment, uh, you've got this, you know, five year window where you can, if you have a great year and you say, wow, you're, you're talking to your accountant, uh, in the, the last quarter of the year and say, boy, you know, we're going to have a really great year may want to think, Hey, maybe we need to buy a new excavator. Maybe I need to buy a new vehicle. You know, maybe I need to buy an iPhone, you know, X and spend that, uh, that cash that, uh, you know, you've made this year and, and lower that, uh, that taxable income. So, uh, you know, consider that. Huh. So this is like the section 179 deduction that we used to, or we still have on our personal taxes. Yep. Now we get it for business stuff. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Exactly. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, and one of the things that also changed that, depending on how you look at it, can be good or or bad. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, the new laws, they eliminate what is called a net operating loss carryback. Uh, and they limit the carry forward loss to 80% of taxable income. Uh, you want to talk about what a uh, loss carryback or carry forward is? <laughs> You're making my brain hurt, man. So, <laughs> yeah, so you do it, do it. Well, you know it yeah, I mean, I, I probably get it wrong, but but a, a loss carry forward is when you have a loss this year, or say you had it, you you had a loss in in 2017. You can apply that against profits in say 2018 if you do it the right way, right? That's right. Okay, yep. you got Car- it. You a got carry it. back loss is. Is that where you can count it against profits that you had in the past? Yeah. So you can go back and restate your earnings. Oh, you if can. you, let's okay. say, oh yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of rules about it, but I if, can imagine because that sounds pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty sketchy, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and there were limits to it as well. Sure. You couldn't claim a hundred percent of it, but you could, you could, uh, I think it was maybe 75%. Uh, you would, if you I've never done a carry you, back, I've done carry forward for sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's it just, again, it's all uh, tax planning. And right. when you talk to, if you had a great, let's say you had an awesome 2016 and you, you know, did your civil duty and you paid a lot of taxes, but uh, 2017 wasn't quite so good or you had to, had some big expense you weren't, you know, you didn't know about or something happened sure. uh, and you have a big loss. Well, you can, you used to be able to go back and restate your previous year's earnings and take that and the IRS would send you back a check. That is eliminated now. Okay, so I uh, so I I've lost my opportunity to do carry back losses. <laughs> as of 2018, as of today, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. So I could do them for 2017, though. If, yes, you can. If it makes oh, all right, oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You can even jump back. It doesn't even have to be the or the uh, previous year. You can jump back a, f- a few years uh, huh. to, to look at it. Yeah, again, there's all kinds of rules and it's complicated, but sometimes when the dollar amounts are significant, it can definitely I was just going to gonna say, it. yeah, because I had a business, one of the businesses in 2017 uh, had a loss that's not insignificant. Everything's okay, folks, but, you know, it just happens. <laughs> sure. Well, well no, totally losses happens. are yeah. strategic as well, right? Totally. I mean, it, it, some of, uh, when you're planning things out, and especially if you have a business that has inventory, uh, oh, yeah. and you, maybe you have some dead inventory, or you made a, uh, one of your buyers made a not great buy, and you want to get some stuff off your books, it, it can, you know, again, for tax planning, and it's, per, it's 
you know, we talked about inventory write downs uh, yeah. in, in a couple of shows ago as, as you get towards the end of the year, it's perfectly legitimate. And, you know, you're, and if you keep that product and you sell it later, then you have to declare a hundred percent of the sale it. price. Sure. You yeah. recapture that. Um, so it can come in handy. And, you know, so, and then now on the, on the flip side, if you have, uh, you know, let's say you had a loss in 2018, but 2019 was a, you know, a bang up year, you'll only be able to carry forward about 80% of that, uh, that loss, uh, in, you know, okay. moving forward. So, okay. Got it. so, you know, I mean, for most people, it's, it, it doesn't impact it. It gets kind of, uh, complicated and you're, you know, certainly your accountant is the one to oh, you know, yeah, give yeah. you the, the complete details, but, uh, yeah, but it is, knowing it is that definitely this stuff's out there. This is, this is, I bet I'm not the only one scratching their head right now thinking, Hey, uh, yeah. And know, we'll, I got to we'll ask my a, accountant about that. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll put some links in the show notes today, uh, where you can kind of dig a little deeper and may cause more questions, but those are good questions when you, when you do get to, uh, to talk to your accountant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then finally, just a couple of, you know, the corporate taxes, like C corporate, uh, C corporations, big companies, taxes cut from 35 to 21%, which is a, it is a big, big deal. That's a big um, deal. I've got, I've got a C corp because I had a stupid accountant 20 years ago. Uh, so yeah. the Mac that's, Observer that's is actually set up as a C corp, but, uh, but you know, so there you go. But we always try yeah. to make sure it doesn't make any money because then it will we'll have to pay that tax. That's right. And, and you know, all that money that Mac Observer has sitting in their foreign accounts, they've been waiting to yes, repatriate. Dutch, Dutch to, sandwich with an yeah, Irish yeah, twist or yeah, whatever. You yeah. got it. All that money that there's been a, a drop down to 15 and a half percent if you bring that cash back or uh, even down to 8% if you reinvest uh, those earnings in like That's real huge. estate. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I believe we will see some you know, significant moves on some of these big corporations like Apple. Yeah. Apple is one of the big ones that's bringing. Yeah. A bunch yeah. Of I back. think there's, you know, trillion dollars sitting offshore somewhere. So I think there's some things will happen now. Um, there's a ton of other corporate tax stuff, but you know, you're not listening to the corporate business show. You're listening <laughs> to the small business show. And I think we've, we've scratched the tip of it pretty well. And, you know, I'll, I'll just leave you again with, Get, you know, get on the phone, schedule a, a call with your accountant. If you don't have an accountant, now's a great time to get one before they get busy with, with tax season. This is going to be a very busy year for them. So you do not want to make that phone call in uh, March. Uh, no. You, know, you, you, you want to make that call like tomorrow. Or at, if you reach someone say, hey, I, I want to file an extension, and then you can work with them after taxes yeah. are due, you know, uh, corporate taxes. Have you ever filed and, your and corporate personal. taxes on time, if you don't mind me asking? And, Never. Never. Me neither. Okay. No, we, we file our taxes basically in October. (laughs) I mean, we, we always take it because you know, stuff happens and you know, you certainly have to pay whatever's your, uh, expected amount due. Uh, you, you don't get a pass on paying what's due, but what you do get a pass on is getting all the paperwork and, you know, all the final detail. And as long as you're close with what you think is due, you're, you know, you're fine. Yeah. You got to pay your taxes by the the time they're due. Yeah. 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 No, I, that's the extensions can be your friend. And and you're so. anybody that's already working with an accountant already knows this. But uh but yeah. if you're not But just make sure you make sure you file it because if you don't, it's very expensive. Then you get whacked. <laughs> oh god, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they yeah. they are it, not like if you say, Oh, I I swore I did, uh, you didn't get it, like the answer yep. is no. There's well, no I, I will, sympathy uh, there. At least not for the, I've I had think. it yeah, I've had it happen once. 
Really? And where an accountant failed to file the paperwork and we were not aware of it. And we then got started getting letters. It's like, well, wait, what is this? You know, we, we filed this thing. So there is a form that you file that you do a one-time request to kind of overlook this uh, oversight, if you will. And what the IRS does though, is they look back and they base it, at least the letter I got back said that we are Number one, this is one time. Don't ever ask us again. Mm-hmm. And number two, we're basing it on your history of paying on time, filing extension. They, they know you're this type of yeah. uh, taxpayer, if you will. Yep. And so they go, okay, it looks like there is a pattern that they have done things right. And this year there was a problem. We're going to go ahead and give them a pass. Okay. Well, that's good to and know. That just, yeah, I, it just, I, just happened I'll to us. Add one thing to that. There's lots of times where, especially government government agencies will say, this is a one-time thing. Banks are good at this, too. I know they're not government agencies, but they, they, you know, when you need a fee waiver or anything like that, they'll always come back and say, this is a one-time thing over the life of your account with us. You can never ask for this again. Always, always feel free to ask for it again. <laughs> you got always. it. <laughs> they they yeah, might yeah, say, yeah. no, remember we told you. I've never had that happen. Now, I haven't tried it with the IRS. That might be different. But with my bank, you know, you screw up or something, there's a fee that one time we're going to, okay, yep, understood. You know, whatever. A year later, same thing happens. Oh, sorry. Okay, we'll do this. But it's just a one-time thing. They don't even know. They're not even looking at their records. Like I said, the IRS. The worst they can say is no, no, right? Just say no. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No, you're you're abusing our our generosity. Yeah. Yeah. Banks were ever generous. You got it. That's good stuff. You know, a lot of great information. We'd certainly like your input and to hear you, uh, you know, share your stories and what your thoughts on the new tax uh, changes are for 2018. You can uh, join the conversation at businessshow.co slash Facebook, and it'll take you into the small business support group. And you can get us directly at feedback at businessshow.co. Absolutely. Thanks so much for everything, folks. This is uh, we love doing this and we love your feedback. We uh, we love that you support our sponsors. In fact, we want to thank uh, Smile at smilesoftware.com slash podcast and PDF pen there. And also Bea, B-E-E-Y-A dot com. Please go visit both of those sites. Figure out uh, if what they have is going to work for you. Hopefully it does. But uh, but we'd love it if you would go visit them. Really appreciate it. That's uh, that's all I got this time, man. Yeah, me too. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Keep living that charmed life. 